some days I just want to have conversations with women like me or young girls like the one I used to be. Women who understand, hopefully the same way that I do in almost all the same ways, you know. Sometimes I feel the weight get heavier than I'm willing to handle. I would like a place to go. A place where even though my voice shakes, it's okay to speak without fear of being labeled a victim or being reduced to the pain as my identity. If you, like me, just want to know that you're not alone, then you've come to the right spot. Hi, my name is Tumishe, and you're welcome to the Leaning Us Girls podcast. Hi guys, welcome to today's episode. And today it's all about self-care. So um, welcome to Self-Care Sunday. Yep, you heard me. Today's episode is all about taking that much needed breather. Sometimes we, you know, just go so fast. We just keep going because, you know, you're at war, you keep fighting. And sometimes you forget to, you know, just take a step back, you know, to rearm yourself, to, you know, get the needed strength so that you're better equipped for the war or the battle or whatever it is that, you know, you want to call it. But you know what I mean. So today, I I just thought it was important after everything that we've done, had to listen to over the last couple of weeks. That we take a self-care Sunday. So welcome to Self-Care Sunday. Um, there's this adage that pretty much says that a good warrior is someone who knows how to advance. And yeah, sometimes retreat during battles in order to get, you know, gather love strength, get reinforcement. That's what makes you a good warrior. So yeah. Um the thing is, the things that we as women have had to live through. The things that we've had to see, experience, and still experience on a daily basis, hear other people experience, see other people have to deal with. They're extremely difficult things. Extremely difficult things. And it definitely takes it all. Life generally takes it all. <laughs> you know, as a person, as a human, life takes it all on you, generally. Now, to add on top of that, you know, everything that we have to generally face it's just sometimes too much not sometimes a lot of times and there's nothing as important as deliberately taking time out to tend to yourself to check in with yourself to ask yourself so where am i at what am i how am i doing you know Give yourself that pat on the back, get a massage. You you know what I mean. But um, I think that what inspired this, aside from you know the fact that this is something that I personally have um, you know come to generally accept as something that I have to do a lot of um, over the course of the week. A lot of people would text me and ask me how I'm able to, you know, just sit and listen to, you know, some of the interviews, get through the interviews, because you guys would try to listen and it would be hard. I'd like to say I understand 
I get it. Um, the last episode was really hard. It was really hard because every episode is hard. It's always very hard to get through. But these are our stories. These are lived experiences. They're not some fictional tale. They're not some horror thing that someone just sat in a room and, you know, came up with. People actually are living through these things. And it's just important that they, we can talk about them when we want to talk about them. It's important that we don't feel like it's something that we have to sweep under the rug because strong women keep going. Strong women don't break. Strong women don't, you know, cry. Or, you know, it's just it's just important that we can tell the stories in our own words, you know, without having to feel so much burden, like we have to hide. So as hard as it is, I mean, it's a hard job, yes. Both for you as the listener, for me as, you know, the person who stays on the other end of the line and makes the call and asks these questions and hears the stories. It's a hard job, but, you know, I think it's important for us to remember that we're not alone. Remember that we have to do what must be done that we can't stop, that, you know, um, yeah, that it's just the world as it is now, but it doesn't mean that we have to lie down, you know, and just take it, or that we have to, you know, dig the ground, fall in, and just hide in shame, which is what, you know, everybody else tells you to do. So today is all about self-care. It's all about, um, you know, none of that heavy stuff. None of that heavy stuff. All of that can wait today. Today, I just want you beautiful, super smart, amazing, talented women to know that the, sometimes it's not just, um, we, only, we, we can't only hold each other's hands in misery. Sometimes we, you know, create opportunities for one another. Sometimes we can't support each other by saying, you know what, this has been my journey. This is what has helped me. I think it will help you as well. So, yeah, um, that's what today is all about. Um, And since this episode is about self-care practices, I'd like to share a few things that I consider personally, you know, that I've... I, I know generally has been very helpful for me in my own journey, you know, when it comes to taking care of myself, my mental health, my body, my mind, you know, it's all linked. First, I like to say that um, mindfulness is really, really important. And as someone who I've had a lot of trauma. That can be like a very hard thing to do. When I say that can be a hard thing, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about mindfulness now because you find out that a lot of times maybe you, you exist in this space where, you know, it's easy to zone out, you're spacing out, 
you're more um you're more inclined to be absent in moments than to be present in them yeah i know and then you have to consciously 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 train your mind make yourself be mindful because it's it's really just um the best way that you can bring your mind form to a place where not only are you aware of what you have in the moment whatever that is and sometimes it can be hard to even know what you have in the moment i'll get to that so um mindfulness practicing mindfulness for me what what that means for me is learning to be mindful basically learning to be in a space where i am aware in my mind's eye of everything that is going on around me you know how i'm feeling what i'm feeling in the moment why i'm feeling what i'm feeling um what what i'm what i'm grateful for and sometimes that that can be um like i said quite challenging so a, a couple of months ago i had after a very long time of feeling um a certain type of way and when i say a certain type of way i mean i would feel so overwhelmed i mean i, I think it was at the beginning of the pandemic i i had i had problems writing my creativity wasn't particularly what i, I would have wanted it to be so a lot of people right were creating so much at that time but it was it was the other way for me a lot of things that i would naturally do that would normally be easy for me were, were extremely hard because i had a lot of anxiety i was wondering what was going on my mind was you know just on this constant roller coaster where i was just freaking the hell out are we all going to die if we're all going to die can we make it quick i'm sorry yeah i mean this this is just you know my mind playing tricks and i would go on and on and on and on and it was so frustrating and i just needed to get a hold of myself because i had been at that place before and i i i knew that if 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 something didn't happen it was it just spirals to get so one minute it's just one thing and then before you know it every other thing um other things come into play and it just gets worse so yeah um then i just then i remembered that you know what every, every time you're in this state every time you feel this way it's because you need to practice more mindfulness you need to be more mindful you need to you know sit with yourself not just in a oh i'm sitting with myself today i'm acknowledging my feelings today but in a you know being very very in tune and in touch with your mind and where it's at in the moment so um one thing that helps me with mindfulness now that i've mentioned it is meditation meditation for me is um i use an app for me i mean it's it's the best way that works for me i don't know about you but if if anybody out there was looking to you know maybe try it out if you're wondering what it will do for you it'll give you a clear mind it'll 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 bring you this calm p 
peaceful it will put you in this peaceful state of mind that i think is important for everyone to have as much as you know as much as you can surely we live in a crazy place like the city of lagos everything else is pulling at you anyway you know everything else is pulling at you you're working crazy hours you're shortening um, you're you're in you know in transit a lot there's so much noise there's so much there's just so much going on right so meditation for me works helps with that like i said i use an app this is not a sponsored ad or anything but if you ever wanted to try you could try um calm calm is a good app that helps you with meditation start really small so you don't and if you, you know someone's probably listening to me i'm wondering oh i'm really really i have like um what's what's that thing called is it hdd now anyway people who have the attention deficit thing and you know it's just um hard for you to focus on one thing for too long i i think that the best thing to do is to start small you don't have to do 30 minutes in a at a stretch like in the morning when you wake up you can start with five ten minutes so just breathing you know just breathing just breathing in air and just existing in that space in that moment and just listening to yourself breathe yeah i know it sounds crazy but it it does mind-blowing things which is funny because it's what my yeah so yeah um i think that that's something that you might want to try so to help you stay mindful to help you with stillness if you feel like you know there's a lot of noise going on and you can't seem to quiet it that's a good that's a really good way to start it's also good to make it a daily practice to make it a daily practice means it becomes something that is you know, part of your own daily care, daily self-care thing that you do. Like I said, it doesn't have to be like so lengthy. It just has to be effective, especially when you're starting. And if your mind wanders, let it wander. You know, you you get back. So if your mind moves, it'll come back. If it moves, it'll come back. You know, just give yourself time to get into it. Um. So yeah, that's that. Like I said, you can try calm. This is not a sponsored ad, again, like I said. You can try Calm, you can try Inside Timer, you can try, um, this that other one. I can't remember what it's called now, but yeah. Um, there, there are a couple of those apps, those meditation apps that are really, 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 you know, helpful and good. Now, um, the next thing that I find really helpful is our affirmation. So affirmations are you know, basically words, right? You're validating your word yourself, validating yourself, reaffirming yourself in sometimes your own words, preferably your own words because nobody knows you like you. Um, and then sometimes in other people's words that you find uplifting, you know, that speak to you, that you find yourself in. Now, what this practice does is it just, um, like, you know, like the word says, it just affirms you. 
it but it you know um again reassures you reminds you so there's something that happens when you look at yourself in the mirror for example when you make it a daily practice of looking at yourself in the mirror and saying to yourself a bunch of words now they might sound like just a bunch of words but we all know that words aren't just words right um personally as a person who connects deeply with words more than maybe anything else um i found this to be extremely helpful it, it sometimes it doesn't have to be a lot and i'm going to be very sincere um for me i found out that when you have trauma right it puts you in that spot where you doubt yourself a lot i'm going to just be honest um no matter how much you know i would like to sing about how conf- how much of a confident woman i am my confidence took a nasty fall um over the last couple of years and i had to f- i you know i would constantly find myself rebuilding it because that's that's what trauma would do to you trauma would do that to you it will make you question yourself a lot it will make you doubt yourself it's it's this constant thing in your head where you're going back and forth and that can do like a lot of damage to you so it helps to affirm yourself to remind yourself of who you are now in the moment even if you're not feeling that way it doesn't change that that's who you are and that that's those are the things that you know are synonymous with you even if it's not how you feel in the moment so for example if you look at yourself in the mirror and say you're 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 smart you're confident you're phenomenal the morning you say might be the morning that you feel less phenomenal right but that you don't feel it doesn't mean that you're not it so as someone with trauma you would find yourself sometimes overthinking it sometimes even not feeling up to saying it out of your mouth because you're like what's the point but you've got to get to that place where you would do it even if it kills you right so you would say even if you would kill me to remind myself of my beauty of my elegance of my confidence of my worth i would do it anyway right so if 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 you find yourself struggling with some areas so struggling in some areas maybe with self-worth with, maybe with um confidence or whatever it might be a very good time to get out your book to you know just write a bunch of words in the opposite direction not just a bunch of words but a bunch of words that you believe to be true not just in the moment but things that you know um when you think about yourself you know without a doubt right you cannot um you cannot allow your mind because the mind is a very tricky thing like i said it's a very tricky thing and trauma is just you know it has a way of showing up so sometimes you're even maybe about to say oh i'm a smart confident and then there's just that voice in your head that says are you really are you and then you start to you know <laughs> backtrack 
which is why I said even when when it, even when it doesn't feel like it, even when you don't feel like saying it, affirming yourself is one of the best things, best forms of self care. It sounds like you know simple, but it does wonders. So when you do something, when you celebrate your wins, if you do something exceptional, if, for example, for people who have had to deal with depression, anxiety, you know how hard it is. You know how hard it is to sometimes finish a task, something that will take you five minutes, sometimes might, you know, go on for days and you'll just be sad because you'll be like, I can't do this thing in my sleep. Why is it so hard? You know, some days you don't want to get out of bed. Now, when you do get out of bed, rather than, you know, um, feel bad about how long it took you to do it, just celebrate that win. It might seem like little, but it's your way of affirming yourself. It's your way of, you know, telling yourself again that, yes, I did that. Yes, I did that. I was able to do that. I was able to do that. So, um, yeah, like I said, affirmations are, you know, something that I really swear by. I think everybody should do them as some form of self-care. Yoga. So yoga for me is this thing that is, I I mean, one of the things that I'm grateful for that I found this year is yoga because it helped me a lot. I found out that it helps to just get on that mat daily, to just get on that mat every single day does incredible things to my mind and my body so not only am i you know bending my body and making it do things that it maybe never thought it would do i'm also 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 doing that to my mind and every time i get on the mat and i master a new pose it's victory it's me saying baby girl we got it we can do this we can do anything there's absolutely nothing that we cannot do so um i mean i don't know about you yoga might not be your thing it could be exercise for you so because i have like you know a condition that doesn't allow me do a lot of things exercise wise yoga is like you know something that just is perfect for me I think you should find something that is perfect for you, but inform something that pushes you physically, something that allows you, you know, just wake up and do something with your body. Because when you do that, it also does amazing things for your mind. So yoga also helps me with mindfulness. Yoga helps me with um, focus. It helps me with, um, it helps me to set goals and achieve them because you know, there's something about learning, oh, so this is how, oh, okay, so, oh, okay, okay, so, there's something about going from, you know, not being able to even do the um, upward-facing dog, for example, for those of you who do yoga, you know what that is, because I have a back thing, so, like I said, it's, um, I have a condition that sometimes makes a lot of things that people find extremely normal, extremely painful for me. So there's something about being able to do something like that that tells me there really are no limits, right? So the limits that my trauma has made me feel like I have 
are things that, yes, maybe they are there, but the same way that I can conquer this body, the same way that I can make this body do what I want it to do after a long time of tra training it, it's the same way I can get my mind there. That's what yoga does for me. So you see what I mean. So for you, it could be exercise, it could be anything. But, you know, I'll, I'll just encourage you to find that one thing. It's important. So. Therapy. Therapy is something that I swear by so much. Every Anybody that knows me knows how much I swear by therapy because it literally saved my life. So, for, for a very long time, I was in the space where, you know, I wasn't talking or anything I wasn't talking about a lot of the experiences that I had and I was just you know dying slowly if you know what I mean until therapy so as much as I know that you know there's still a lot about therapy that isn't um particularly one it's not it's not very accessible here yet it's not it's not a very I mean it's not cheap so I understand that not everybody has access to it. You, you're listening to me and you probably cannot even afford it. Or even if you can afford it, you, you have, you, you're having issues even finding um, a good one. Now, two things. If you can't afford therapy now, read books, do other things, you know, practice other, 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 um, other, methods or other self-care practices but just be open to getting therapy because i think every single person in there every single person needs to unpack especially if you every everybody it's not something that i mean i know we a lot of people like to think that it's something that is reserved for you know the deeply troubled disturbed but I don't think so. I think that as long as you're human and you're a person. <laughs> so there's so, so much that is done to to you. So much that is done around you. That scars you more than you know. And having someone to sit with and talk to about that just does a lot for you. Right? So you're able to unpack your childhood trauma. You're able to unpack a lot of things. A lot of things. And you're a better person for it. For me, therapy is something that I would always, always recommend. I always tell people, if you can, please get therapy. Am I concerned? Am I currently in therapy? No. Will I still go to therapy? Absolutely. So that's how much I, you know, that's how much I know that it's helped me. It's helped me unpack so many things. It's helped me uncover so many things. And I feel like everybody needs that level of clarity in their lives. Yes, you have life coaches, but I think that the level of sitting with someone who understands how the human mind works, who understand, who understands the things that you know propel you to do the things that you do in terms of in relation to where you've been, is just crazy amazing. It's hard. Therapy is hard. It's one of the hardest things that I'll have to do because it will make you look at things that you don't want to look at, but you'll be better for it, right? You'll be better for it. The people around you will be better for it. It helps you establish better boundaries. 
be a better person, know yourself, unpack your trauma. You know, just, it's just great, right? And like I said, there's so much that was done to you, around you, that is responsible for, you know, some of the things that you are or some of the things that happen to you or has happened to you. And it's just important to know that because um, it also helps you take care of your own mind so that other people don't become casualties because of you. So that's the thing about trauma. If If we don't deal with it, we, you know, we just pass it on in one form or the other. So yeah, therapy. That's something I would definitely, definitely, definitely um, recommend. Journal. So yeah, journaling is something that, you know, I decided to talk about after therapy because I feel like if you cannot afford therapy yet, then journaling is something that you might want to do consistently because that's another thing that helps you unpack. It's really just you talking to yourself about you. But in a way that you can be honest. Because it's you writing these words out. You're not sharing them with anyone. Except you want to. So you can be bare and honest and sincere. And just put it all down there. You also... Because... No matter how good your memory is, memories aren't reliable. There's some moments in my life now that I, when I think about, I can't remember exactly how I was feeling in that moment. And it pains me because I could have sworn that I had a really good memory. But memories aren't reliable that way. Even if you remember, there are some details that you don't remember, 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 or that you have to, you know, force yourself to remember. But the journal does all that for you. So it captures those moments, those thoughts, you can always go back and you can always see them. You can always say, oh, okay, so that's what that was. Oh, okay, so that, that's what that was. I feel like it's it's a really great, um, it's a really great practice. It's something that is very, very essential. I think that it's something that you might want to, you know, start to do as well. Um... The next thing I'm going to talk about is surrounding yourself with, you know, you know, having like a sister circle, a friend circle, people that you share laps with, people that pour a glass of wine, unwind, you know, put your feet up around, you don't have to be a different person when you're with them, you know, get massages together. Now, while I say this because it's great, if you have fantastic people around you, it's really great. But I also know that not everybody has the luxury of those kind of friendships, which is painful because it's something that I wish for everyone. But I I know that it's not everyone has that, at least not yet. Now, if you are that person who doesn't have that, then be that for you. Have a glass of wine. Watch your favorite things if you know, that's what you're into. If you like to watch TV, watch shows, just do something for you. Do something for you 
with the ones that you love. In the absence of the ones that you love, the ones, the other ones, you are with yourself. You can do that with you, right? Um, do something that makes your heart sing. I don't know, whatever that is. Karaoke, in the bathroom. Um, you like to string a bunch of words together and rap. You like to write poetry. Anything, whatever that is. But it's important. Sometimes we are so caught up with the big stuff that we forget the things that bring us joy in the little stuff. I would know because, yes, you know, I've practically had to retrain myself to love the little things that used to bring me pleasure that I somehow, you know, lost sight of in the middle of all the big drama that I've had going in my life. But because problems do not stop existing, there's always going to be one. And tomorrow, there's always going to be another one. There's really no need or no reason why you can't have that tiny thing that makes you laugh. I don't know. Maybe you like to hear your niece giggle, so you spend more time with her just to tease her so you can see the laugh on her face because it makes you happy. Maybe you, I don't know, maybe you have whatever it is. Whatever it is, like I said, something that makes your heart sing. It just makes you curl your toes, right? It's important. It's important because you are important. It's important because you need these little things. No matter how. I mean, they seem little, but they're a lot. They do a lot for you, for your mind. Engage your inner child, whatever that is. You know, the person you wear, the person you wear before the world taught you fear, the person you wear before the world taught you doubt, the person you wear before everything else in between came up, before you felt your first betrayal, the person you wear before people told you you couldn't do it. Just sometimes be with that person, engage that person. Be happy in the moment with that person. Dream, fantasize, you know, whatever makes you happy. Um, yeah, one, one thing, again, that, you know, for me, has really been helpful is poetry. So poetry is something that a lot of people might not be able to relate to because I know we're different, but for me, it's the thing... The thing is that words will always, always have a way with me. Words always have a way. So words are important to me. Like, it's how I see the world, right? It's the only way I make sense of the world. Either when I'm writing them down or when I'm reading them out. It's just the only way I make sense of the world. So my best... um, so one of my best things to do is to read poetry and listen to poetry. So, you know, some days I just put my favorite people on repeat and I'm just listening and listening. Sometimes there's a way I feel and I just need something to capture it. So I'm like, you know what, today, sad. I don't particularly know why. But while I'm trying to figure out why, here's what I'm going to listen to. 
and then I play something from one of my favorite po poets and you know I'm just listening and I'm just taking the words and I'm just encouraging myself or I'm just you know introspecting sometimes they even help me put words to what I'm feeling so yeah for me poetry does that I mean I don't know if I should bring up recommendations because I, I don't know how many people I mean I even I feel like people who are interested in poetry already have you know what they listen to so I don't think that I need to um, bring up recommendations for that but if I do get um, messages or anything to come to give recommendations and I'll probably do that in another episode of self-care Sunday like I said we've already talked about laughter you know laughing laugh at yourself with yourself I don't know even if it's a five minutes window that you have to feel like it just stick it watch a YouTube video whatever makes you laugh I have a couple of those I have things I have like go-to things that I, I'm sure so for me I don't know how to put this without sounding a certain type of way. So for me, uh, I'm not like so big on the, you know, comedy skate, the online comedy skate. I'm not so big on it, right? So sometimes people are laughing their heads off and they show me something. I'm like, mm, okay. I don't know. <laughs> but I found out that I have having a, a bunch of things once you recognize the things that make you happy, make you laugh, you can just stick to those because, of course, you know them. Like, you are aware that it will get you there. Every other thing, every other thing that you haven't tried, you don't know. But the ones you've tried that you do know, I think that, you know, every once in a while, pour yourself a glass of wine or whatever it is that you drink, water or whatever, and just sit in front of your screen and just, even if it's five minutes, it doesn't have to be the old day because I know we have busy lives and all, but it's just important to do that for yourself, not waiting for someone to, you know, bring all the laugh, all the joy, all the smiles, you know. So watch watch an episode of your favorite sitcom, the one that makes you laugh so much. I have a couple of those. Like, if I want to, if I want to get into a mood, and I'm I'm not even. Read, I'm not even about that life and I'm like no not today I have so much and, and I don't want to have to deal with this today I know exactly what to play I know exactly what episode to watch that from the first minute I'm already you know staying in the dialogue I am laughing I know where to go on YouTube I know exactly who I want to watch to um get me feeling how I want to feel so I, I feel like everybody should do that so, um, if you do have that, I think that you should, you know, embrace it, enjoy it. Now, um, the next one is loving yourself aggressively as a form of self-care. Yes, I know that we say self-love, you know, love yourself, I love myself, but do you love yourself? I was thinking about, you know, the whole idea of love languages, which is fantastic, by the way, knowing which one works for you. But I found out that a lot of times when we talk about love languages, we talk about it in terms of what we expect from other people, which is not bad because it's good to have expectations of people and let people know how we want to be loved. But when you expect people to love you that way, do you love yourself that way? 
So it's your love language. It's first yours, like yours. But do you treat yourself with the, you know, the things on that list? Do you sit with yourself as as the person who loves quality time? Do you buy yourself gifts as a person who loves gifts? Do you um, speak words of affirmation to yourself as a person who likes words of affirmation? While it's beautiful and lovely to get, you know, all of that from people in your life who care about you, I don't think that it's particularly fantastic to be expecting of something from people when you haven't exactly given it to yourself. So loving yourself aggressively might sound like something that is really dramatic. Take yourself out to your favorite restaurant. Take yourself out to the spa, get a massage, buy yourself something, you know, you know, as a, oh, well done, you did that, well done, you did that. Send, write yourself a note if that's your thing, but loving yourself aggressively, aggressively, like loving yourself again and again and again, never gets old, never gets out of style. It's also the best thing that you can do for yourself which is to show up for yourself because nobody can do that for you nobody can do that for you like people can try and be a lot of things but nothing will beat you showing up for yourself because even when it comes to care self-care people can try they can gift you vouchers to go to the spa you still have to show up there your friends can say oh you know what let's take you on a Mentally, you still have to show up there, and it's that same way that showing up for yourself mentally that's how it works as well. So, no matter how much effort other people try to put in, it's all it's never going to outweigh how much effort you put in by yourself, especially by showing up. So, showing up for yourself over and over and over and over, and acknowledging it acknowledging it because sometimes it's hard it's hard like it's hard especially if you if you have a lot of trauma and you've had to doubt yourself you've had to question your choices you've had to you know just deal with so many emotions it's hard to sometimes you know acknowledge that I did that so acknowledging is every count at every count is important do something, acknowledge yourself for it. While it's good to hear other people say, oh my God, you're so fantastic. Oh my God, you're so talented. Oh my God, you're so gifted. Oh my God, you're, you're a genius. While all of that is great, you know what is even greater is you saying those things to yourself. You acknowledging those things to yourself because I found out that if you don't believe it about yourself, no matter how many times people say it, it's only a matter of time before you start to doubt it. So it's still important that you show up for yourself in that way, that you acknowledge it for yourself, that you're constantly reminding yourself of what you are, of the things that you did, celebrating your wins. And, you know, that's just really important, especially since we live in a world where, you know, there's so much now that we do that is dependent on other people's approval. And when I say that, I don't mean you live your life I'm, I'm not saying, oh, you live 
you know, for other people's approval. I'm saying your work is out there, you know, for people to tell you how they feel about it. So they tell you it's great. So you think it's great. But one thing that I, I do, I, I say a lot is I hope that, I hope that, you know your magic. I know that you. Le- I hope that you learn your magic, that you know it before the world even, you know, starts to tell you how great you are. I hope you are already aware of your magic. I hope that you know exactly um, how magical you are before the world starts to tell you that. Because I think it's important. I think it's important that we be those people for ourselves. You know. Um, one other thing that I wanted to say before, um, I wrapped up the episode is that staying present requires a lot of intent. It requires a lot of intention. And when I say staying present, I mean being present in a moment. It's so hard. It's harder than we admit because like I said earlier, your mind has been through so much. Your mind has been through so, 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 so much. And it's so easy, it's so easy to just find it wandering, right? So you're in a moment, but you're not particularly in it. You're in a moment, but you're in like in several other moments. And then you find out that you're not present. You know, you find out that. Because the way the world is wired is that you're expected to, as much as you're expected to celebrate milestones, you're also expected to quickly move to the next thing. So because there's always a next thing, right? Think about it. When we were young and we were in, you know, school and then we finished and then it was, oh, I'm going to secondary school. So that was next. And then secondary school finishes and then, oh, I'm going to uni and that, that's next. And then for those of us who are like Nigerians and for you, it's, oh, so I'm, I don't know, getting married, getting my master's, that's next. There's just always something coming next and there's nothing wrong with that. But there's a huge chance that because there's always something coming next, almost like there's a queue, right? Almost like you're on queue. So, and someone's just like, next, 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 next. You're not particularly fully experiencing your life. You're just passing through it. And then you wake up one day and you're like, okay, where did the other time go? Okay, so what was I doing in that moment? Oh, so how was I feeling? Of course, you're a body of achievements, but were you really present through each and every one of those things that you've achieved? So I think it's important that we pay more mind, that we approach being present with more intention, with more consciousness um, than, you know, we're being told. Finally, this is something that I'm going to say. I don't know if it falls on that self-care practice, but for, for me, it does. I don't know if it does for you, but for me, it's a a form of self-care. Choose yourself. Choose yourself. Be intentional about choosing yourself. Be intentional about choosing yourself. 
I've every day I see something, I hear something, and it breaks my heart how as women we we're not trained or we're not raised to choose ourselves. It breaks my heart a lot. It breaks my heart a lot because sometimes I'm just in my room holding my phone and I'm like, oh my God, I just need women to choose themselves more. I just need us to choose ourselves more. And that's that's honestly how I feel like all the time. Choose yourself. Choose yourself. Not, I don't know, just you. Choose yourself. Don't be the person who romanticizes suffering so much that you would pick other people before you pick yourself. And I know that this is not something that is easy for a lot of people because social conditioning. But I feel like as adults, you can do anything if you set your mind to it, if you decide that, you know what, I'm going to choose myself. I'm going to choose myself. I'm going to choose myself. That's what you're going to do. A practical example is how, I don't know how many of us are, I mean, aware of the story of the woman who, whose husband walked away, walked out on her and her two daughters because, um, I don't know, something about her having blue eyes and then the daughters having blue eyes. So that story, I mean, of course, from the very beginning, was a very, very annoying story. Like, it was annoying. Like, who leaves two beautiful children, a beautiful wife, just because they are of the color of their eyes, if not because, okay. So we said, okay, literacy is really horrible. Like, it's, it's so hard to, you know, look at. Because literacy is just, it's just horrible that way. So now this woman gets support from the government, from other organizations, and, you know, she's getting some clout. She's doing, looks like she's about to do some really big, good things. And this man is back. So the question I ask myself is, did I stop being blue? Because if that was the problem in the first place, then why are you back? Nobody's asking, nobody's saying, oh, we're taking them for a surgery and we're removing their eyes and putting cow eyes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, like, so why are you back? But then again, it hit me that women are raised to not choose themselves. Women are raised to romanticize the idea of a love that bleeds you and takes from you and makes you sacrifice who you are and your core and your and all that is just bullshit. So please, if you do nothing else today but choose yourself, you would have done the best thing. Because it's one of the best things that you can that you can really do, choosing yourself daily. Like waking up in the morning and saying, today I choose me, today I choose me, I choose me. Meaning I'm going to do the things that get me a step closer to where I want to go, to work, to, to where I want to be. That doesn't mean that you don't care about people around you. It doesn't mean that 
you're not mindful of the people in your life. It just means that you understand that the most important person in the equation of your life is you. That you're the most important person. So yeah, today, please choose you. <laughs> Do it again tomorrow. Do it again the next day. And then the next, and then the next. Until, you know, you have no other way to be. No other way to live. It's just what you know and how you are. Um, yeah, so basically, I think I've come to the end of this particular episode. I obviously could not have run through... I could not have run through every single thing that I do as um, a self-care practice in this one episode. But these are, like, the major things that I do. These are the major things that I do. Um especially given the fact that we're all home now, we're in a pandemic, so, you know, there's there's still a lot of restricted movement because corona is still very much outdoor. But yeah, so um, that leaves, you know, the travel, the, <clears throat> I'm sorry, that leaves, leaves out the travel, go on a trip with your friends. But yes, that's a form of self-care as well. So yes, um, thank you so much. Thank you for listening through this thank you for taking out the time to listen thank you for listening to the other episodes of the podcast as well i know it must it must not be easy because they're hard to get through so for everyone who's listening through them thank you so much um if you would like to i don't know talk to me about anything anything at all whether on on the record or off the record please send me a DM, you know, like always, send me a DM on Instagram, on Twitter, and um, you can send me an email as well at leanoutgirlspodcast.gmail.com and um, I'll respond to you and then we'll take you from there. If you need recommendations for a good therapist as well, I know just the one that, you know, might just, you know, I know just the one or I know a few people that I can um, lead you to because I know that that's also something that a lot of people struggle with. It's hard to find a good therapist around here. So, yeah. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Have the best week. Don't forget to keep rocking that glow, whatever shade it's in. Bye. See you on the next episode.